Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, we had a conversation about quite a lot of different things. Yeah, we? we covered a lot of ground from Salt Bay to Soccer. <laughs> oh, nice. That's good. That's, That's almost rubbish. like it was written down. <laughs> it wasn't. And um, we were also joined by a wasps prop who's uh, looking to make yeah. it in the music business as well. Interesting guy. The hip hop prop. The hip hop prop. Exactly. See, why is it with you today? A one man marketing machine. Anyway, here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, Paul, and what a tremendous game that was last night. Such a high-quality game of football. I really yeah. enjoyed it. And uh, But there was a classic Peter Walton moment. I know you collect them. The, the, he was asked for his view on De Bruyne's uh, terrible challenge, a clear red card. Yeah. And he spent 30 seconds basically fumbling about, and then he went, his final conclusion was, it will be reviewed on VAR. <laughs> yes, Peter, we know that. I could have said that, but was it a red? <laughs> Actually, it was. Well, the thing was, if Wambasakas was, it was. If Wambasakas wasn't, it wasn't. I mean, that sounds a bit... <laughs> <laughs> that a song. <laughs> and then Wambasaka today gets a second for rough play. I mean, UEFA just make it up, oh, don't ridiculous, they? It was it? no Ludicrous. worse than any other red card I've seen. It didn't. It wasn't mm. deliberate like De Bruyne's last night. But it was clumsy and it was late. And using the Wambasaka scale... Um, it was definitely a red card. It's Clearly incredible. Card, but that, that Peter, you're there on. to give your opinion. You yeah. Know, give it Come on, opinion. Pete, get off the fence. <clears throat> I think he, he waffles <clears throat> long enough hoping that the decision will be taken out of his hands. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I don't know what he made of uh, Kunit Kakir last night. In the oh, moment. yeah. I no. watched the first... I, I watched, the, I watched the, the goal show. The one on Kessie was half. never a second yet. I watched the goal show and... Uh, oh, Kunit Kakir, he's Kakir, he's Kak there, he's Kak everywhere, let's be honest. He was... He's normally a good I know, you'd, I know you don't pronounce it like that, but he didn't have a good night. I mean, the second yellow yeah, for the sending was an odd decision. Was, was just, honestly. He's a man... I mean, they're never going to overrule him, are they? Because he's like one of the top men. Well, he is. He's one of the top guys. Uh, Darren Fletcher, though, he said, uh, like all of us, he said, I'm really looking forward to the rematch, uh, Martin, to Martin Kieran. Is it November? And uh, I don't know, it seemed to throw Martin, but he said, well, yeah. there's the next two matches that's the third and fourth matches so yes he said you what yes you're looking forward to it or yes it's in november i've no idea but never mind it was marvelous if you were ever in any <clears> doubt <throat> that our old friend julian and ron was a psg fan they did cut to <laughs> that moment be, yeah. in the game live when uh, messi scored that goal to, uh, to finish <laughs> the game off wonderful 
And uh, yeah, he lost the plot. He, com- he completely well, went. He would do. Oh, he was, was a fabulous was, goal. It was. It yeah, was. It was and, uh, but the the ref, honestly, last night in that game, he, he looked like he'd he'd watched Grealish before. Mm. <laughs> Didn't give him anything all game. I yeah. mean, it was really obvious. So. I don't believe that. You know, they, <clears> referees <throat> always say to us, "We referee the game as we see it. Mm. We go in. We you know we don't make any decisions. We don't sort of judge people. That's not true, is it? They clearly do. They, they all watch TV. They all talk to each other and said, you know, I had that player last week, he loves a dive, watch him. They're bound to do that, aren't they? And, th- you know, that prejudice mm. will always, always be there, you think. People have noticed that uh, Salt Bay, the referee, the referees, <laughs> not the referee's favourite. <laughs> Is he favorite, a referee now? The referee's favourite. I don't think... Oh, they were all there. <laughs> I don't think the referees... I mean, I saw Salt Bay's prices. Andre Mariner was there, they well, loved it. <laughs> the, the papers today... Um, yeah, they've they got had, a thing about his prices. Well, they looked at... If you want a <clears> Coke, <throat> if you want to go to his steakhouse, Andy's <clears> always banging on about this <clears> bloke. He, he, he wears a kind of oven glove. I mean, he's, basically, it's a glove he puppet. He an oven glove. He wears an oven glove and he sprinkles gold leaf <laughs> on a steak. And honestly, he's, the king is in the all together <laughs> but people are queuing up from Towie and yeah. spending 600 I'm sure they're lovely steaks yeah. but anyway he wants 630 quid for a steak 100 quid for a burger <laughs> yeah. tenner for chips yeah. he wants 9 quid for a coke plus the service charge which I'm guessing is 15% mm. so you're paying well over a tenner for a coke 11 quid for a red ball blimey I'd need a red ball after that <laughs> it is sport though Ashley Young was there on the weekend of course he was yeah Timo Werner I mentioned the other day and uh, anyway the Sun wrote this piece and then they said uh, Bay was approached for a comment I was thinking I wouldn't bother if I was you and he, he can hardly speak he just goes wow and cappuccino <laughs> He, does, he speaks he like. You sure he's saying out of the glove cup he wears? <laughs> I have no idea. It's like one. He yeah. speaks in one word sentences, but basically. Look, it's, it's working, isn't it? I mean, how, well, when know, you've had I'm a really good steak, and occasionally you push the boat out and you have a really good steak and you think. That was a lovely steak. The only thing that really would have enhanced it for me was a handful of gold leaf. No. You never think that, do you? No, because it tastes of nothing. Yeah. It's absolutely (laughs) awful. Not his steaks, just the gold leaf. Anyway, um, result of the night, we did talk the other week about the fact that the Sheriff Tiraspol story isn't quite as, um, you know... It's not quite as romantic. Quite as romantic and heartwarming as you might believe. We won't go over it again, but just look up the details uh, of, yeah. uh, of the sort of club they are. But anyway... Who it, is the sheriff of Terry's Spot? <laughs> well, I think it was white up for a while. <laughs> but it, um, it was, you know, it was an amazing yeah. goal to win that game and a fantastic story to beat, to beat Real Madrid. But um, when they do an exchange of gifts before games, mm. somebody on Twitter today um, posted a, an image not for them, the pendant. Yeah. Um, or as I saw in one game, I think it was Tottenham versus, it might have been Tottenham versus Rangers or Celtic in a in an in a Anglo-Scottish Cup game years ago where Dave Mackay, then I think it was the Tottenham captain, was exchanging like a piece of carpet. with the se- <laughs> Piece of carpet? Yeah, they like two doormats. The two really? of them were standing there shaking hands, um, two very colourful doormats. They were, but anyway, <laughs> what they do at Sheriff Tiraspol, they give you a great big sword. A big ceremonial sword. Yeah. So if we, you know, if how ever, do they get it into the they ground? They play Chelsea. You know, <laughs> who's the captain these days? Who's your captain? Uh, sorry, you just thrown me there. Oh, right, okay. There's so many different people. It's Jorginho. Okay, so he's Jorge... not the captain, is he? Who is the captain? Uh, Aspilicueta. Aspilicueta. So he'll wander yeah. up and he'll have a pennant and he'll go and shake hands and suddenly whoosh, come out the sheaf and there'll be this great big sword. 
So um, we thought we'd file that under unusual gifts. It is um, unusual. Yeah. Have you ever been given or yeah? Give, have you ever been given an unusual gift or witnessed that? Maybe it was a kind of corporate thing, or um, or maybe it was just you know in, ma- in, in just in madness. So let us know unusual gifts you've been given. Talksport.com, text eighteen eighty nine, tweet T S H and J. And I think it's fair to say that Porto are Liverpool's rabbit. So it's certainly after last night. Or uh, Diogo Costa. They could have played Diego Costa in goal, really. Yeah. Oh, he had an absolute mare there, mm. Cooper. Disaster. But another five-goal haul for Liverpool. Yeah, so, it's a good performance. <clears throat> in the world of sport, do you have a rabbit? You can out them. Maybe you're someone else's rabbit. It's a cricketing term, of course. Someone who always kind of gets you out. Someone who always humbles you sports-wise. Or is there a team you always play that you can't beat or they always beat you? But if you want to tell us your rabbit tales today... Again, talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSH and J. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information, and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. 
We mentioned earlier on the, the team that pulled up one of the great shocks in Champions League history, mm. Sheriff uh, Tiraspol last night um, when they beat Real Madrid. Um, rather than giving a sort of uh, pennant to the opposition captain, apparently hand over a mm. big old ceremonial sword. Someone, yeah, nice. Yeah. It's quite a, quite an ornate um, weapon that they hand over to the yeah. opposing captain. And so we asked about some of the unusual gifts that you've been given or handed out. I was once gifted a rice cooker by the former Celtic midfield, no, I don't, Nakamura. I mean, what, I, uh, well, maybe you were, Nico, but I think we'd need the details. No, that does sound logical because um, Japanese and Chinese people do use, I know this is for a fact, they do use a special rice cooker. They don't just make it the way we make rice. They've got a special contraption for making rice. Oh, okay. Separate grains, it's pretty good. A contraption? Right, that's the way I call it. It's a, a, a rice cooker. Okay. A rice contraption. Yeah, um, a member of my family was bought a unicycle for Christmas a few years ago. Mm. The thing is, you can't even ride a bike, said James the Barnsley fan. Yeah. You, you ever tried a unicycle? I can't say I have. They're no. a bit. They're I have a... tried a rice cooker, but not a unicycle. <laughs> well, you tried to ride a rice cooker. But they are odd contraptions. There's no yeah. way you can look cool on a unicycle, no. is there? I've never had the, you know, never had desire really. No, I can't. I mean, no, I'm sure you haven't, Andy. I won't buy you one. I think you can barely drive a car, so I'm frightened. Or you'd be like on one wheel. It's a disaster. I'm surprised you haven't got one of those electric scooters yet, though. I would have thought oh, yeah. that you're a bit of a victim in these. I thought you might have bought one. No, you know, you're no, not gone down that bit route. Dangerous, I think. Yeah, okay, fair no, enough. No idea. Now, there's been a lot of chat, although it'd be quite useful to have one at the moment with all the uh, fuel problems. Mm. And uh, uh, Paul Scholes was uh, spotted yesterday. I saw that, yeah. It was quite a strange report. This foolish footy legend, Paul Scholes, is spotted emptying a petrol can into a car during a pump crisis. Well, he's using a, a can. He obviously needed the petrol, and he's poured it into the thing. I can't see what's foolish about that at all. And it says, "Why he, is he not putting it straight in his car?" Well, he's put it in his car. Yeah, but from a can. Well, he obviously he obviously broke down, and somebody got him a can of petrol. Did he break down, well, or he did he done. fill his car up and then fill numerous cans up as well? well I don't think I have no idea. I don't okay, think he did well, really. I mean, he seems to be on the side <laughs> of the road. He's on the. Uh, Actually, he's, 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 he drives a Mercedes Formatic. What the Manumatic? Formatic, I think. I suppose it's Formatic. Not everything's about football. The word isn't automatic, is it? Not really. You don't drive an automatic. <laughs> well, I thought you might be you're a big so fan. Chel- you're so Chelsea or Man United. Well, aren't you? He forgets. It says here he forgets his '66 England caps in favour of a petrol cap. Yeah, think, sounds, oh yeah, well done. Sounds like a good piece. Then. Oh yeah, really. Yeah. And um, Daniel Craig, it was the. Uh, Bond Premier, I wasn't invited. Okay, shame, yeah. Emma Raducanu was there, of course she was. Yeah, well, she's probably What's got more point? chance of going than you have, really, let's be honest. Is, when, they, when they compiled the list, <laughs> she might have been nearer the top than you. But I'm fascinated by Daniel. It got great reviews, by the way, this film. I'm, mm. I'm not sure I'm going to see it, but it, it, people seem to like it. Um, but he's 53. Yeah. But you know how your ears get bigger when you're old? His ears, I've worked out his ears are 83. <laughs> He's got massive really? ears. I don't know what that Daniel is. Craig's old ears. <laughs> Daniel Craig's old ears. Yeah. That's the fanzine available. <laughs> do, do your ears get much bigger as you get older? Oh, yes, your ears get bigger when you get older. Have you never an old man with big ears? You've never seen that before. I'm looking at the producer next. I just You've saw... never noticed that before, that people's ears get bigger as they get older, or their faces shrink. <laughs> Yes. It's one of those. That's two. one way. So I mean, surely the oldest man in the world have absolutely massive ears. Well, he probably woman. did. What about women? Do their ears get bigger? I'm not sure. I haven't actually studied it. Okay. Well, <laughs> sounds like you have, Andy. You made that bold pronouncement about and Daniel I'm Craig. Absolutely gutted that there's no birthday spread tomorrow. Oh yeah. So I was telling the producer, I had a. I only ever have about one good one a week. I reckon that I'm actually sort of can 
put my name to. The okay. rest, rest of them is just a, a, a hide in shame at home. You don't see it. <laughs> okay. And um, but I, it was the Indian chef, the TV Indian chef, uh, or Indian TV chef to give it mm. right, Mada Jeffrey. Oh it, yes. uh, And it, it involved her fanatical support of Luton Town. Oh yeah. Yes, Mada Zahata. <laughs> Oh, that's yeah. yeah it was good, that, that would have been the headline. Yeah, I know it would have been good on Cup what final day. It's a shame, really. Day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's the way it is. Um, this one, Barry Cook, who says, "I once got a road atlas from an aunt and uncle. Not particularly unusual for atlas. a Christmas She's present. An atlas. Did I say atlas? Did I say atlas? That's what Etta James uses to find the way. I've become Count. I've become Count Arthur Strong. An atlas. Yes, a road atlas from an aunt and uncle. Not that unusual, but I was only eight at the time. Well, that is quite strange. Quite, yeah. I'll give you that. I think mean, that was re-gifting, Barry. And uh, do you I see- hope you enjoyed your atlas. Mind your head on that lamp. I was once given a kangaroo skin as a Christmas present. Oh, yeah. oh, that's a bit dark, isn't it? Around 1988 from my parents' friends who'd emigrated to Oz ten years before. That's a bit off, really. Yeah. <laughs> Mind you, people make We all just stared out, at it they? when it was opened. I think it went in the bin. Oh, it seems a show. Well, you know, the, anyway, not right, really. A bloke said, I don't know if this is sport, but he set a record for growing tomatoes. Did yeah. you see this? He smashed the world record by growing 1,269 tomatoes on a single truss. Mm. <laughs> what is a truss? I mean, I know what a truss is, but I mean, yeah. what is a in terms of tomatoes? Is that one one stem? That's a lot of tomatoes, isn't it? Yeah. 1,269. Yeah. Tremendous effort. You bring him. us some great, great stories, Andy, really. I don't know. I'd sleep at night. Um, I, did, I did say, luckily, he wasn't pipped at the post. That was one of Moose's. Um, Crackers has been in <laughs> yeah, touch. He says, this car that Paul Skulls had, is it a new manual Matic? He, uh, he wonders. Yeah, you started it, Andy. Thank you for that. No problem at all. Um, so, I, shall I take you now into the world of competitive falconry? This is a sport oh, yeah. I never knew much about. No, um, I don't know anything about it. But I read a piece in the Sunday Times the other day. It's very big. Um, in the UAE, where um, it, it goes, the trouble is, mm. um, it's it, they generate lots and lots of money, like you know, hundreds of thousands, millions in prize money, for not just the prettiest falcons, but also uh, the quickest ones. That right. is big uh, competition. Um, they go for an awful lot of money when they're sold. Trouble is, uh, people are uh, nicking uh, eggs from nests in uh, in Scotland and in Derbyshire and different places really? to then smuggle the Middle East. Yeah, so it's it's a it's a bit of a dark trade in some circles, but um, when you say I'm in the wrong game, Andy, so I want to get get myself out to the UAE and get into the competitive falconry world. Change your name to Peregrine. That's it, Marvelous. indeed. And you see, the sumo's greatest ever uh, fighter. I'm surprised you didn't do this yesterday. He retired with a bad knee, which I suppose it's not it's not surprising that it's with a sumo because I mean all the weight is on the knees and there's a lot of weight. Yeah, you know, he had 899 wins. You think to yourself. Oh, surely you'd have gone with one more. How many, how many defeats? <laughs> well, I have no yes, idea. We don't know, yeah. <laughs> Where was he from? So they're often a sort of Mongolian yeah, fight. Yes, not I think he, No, they? not Japanese. I think Mongolian. Let's have yeah. a look. Yes, Mongolian-born Yokozuna. Oh, okay. That's the rank, not his name. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Don't want to hide, I want to shine. Trust me, I've been a diamond of a guy. Say you love me, you want to ride, I got the vibe. Touch roll good on my own, I've been a right, uh. Hold hood on my side, I want to climb to the top. No vision of mine is going to die, uh. You want to find one of a kind, I've been up late. Look at the time, give me a sign. Don't want to hide, I want to shine. Trust me, I've been a That is uh, Lately by B. I was listening to it really, I really liked yeah, it. Yeah, you liked it, didn't mm. you? Yeah. Um, B is uh, plays for Wasps. He is a, uh, a rugby player. Uh, and he joins us now. B, good afternoon. 
Good afternoon. How are you? Yeah, sounding sounding good. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, Thank you. How long have you been making music? Oh, I've been making music for a couple of years. I started writing like poems and stuff. I'm always, I've always been into like lyricism. So I'd say I released my first song in 2018. So since then, I've just been uh, writing lyrics, trying to compose stuff and trying to sort of push different sounds and, and see what people connect with, really. So, yeah, a good, a good three years since I've been releasing, releasing stuff. It's good. I was reading about you. Apparently, you prefer rugby to performing. Is that right? Um, I'd say they're different. They they both serve me really well as the type of person I am. Like I, I do need that sort of physical, um, physical push, the camaraderie and rugby. I, honestly, this it's unmatched when you got the full stadium. We just started our season last week and we had a home stadium, the crowds buzzing, and, and we started with a win. So mm. um, like that, are very rare to match. Um, I, I get nervous when it's just me myself on the stage, but obviously I do love that when you get the crowds' reactions to to songs that they've heard that you don't know that they like and stuff like that. So I'd, I'd say I need both of them. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's hard to match the, that that feeling of, of playing out at home in front of home fans with your, with your brothers, really. I imagine it's, a, it's, a, it's a something you can sort of relax with. It's a chance to sort of get away from sort of high pressure of, of pro sport and, and do something you enjoy. Oh, massively, yeah. Every, every, everybody, whether they know it or not, sort of needs another vice, needs another... Um, sort of release nobody's like I don't believe anyway that people are one-dimensional you know so and that just happens to be music for me a, a nice outlet for me and use my brain in a, in a sort of different way and and sort of yeah get rid of that um that pressure that physical mental pressure that comes with a professional sport and, and kind of find a different a different way to release energy and enjoy myself really do they ever play your music on the PA in the stadium? <laughs> the funny thing is they have. They have. Um, they have done at, um, at our home stadium a couple of times. Um, a couple of songs last year got played out when we're warming up and it's nice, all the boys singing along, smiling. And it's, <laughs> it's nice. It's good to have like the support of, of that, my rugby club supporting it, um, people people backing it. And, but it's just surreal to hear yourself coming out of the big speakers when, when you're warming up for a big game. But, but I love it, yeah. And what do your fellow Wasps players make of it? Oh, they love it. They they love it even more than 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 I thought. Anything I I put out, they're supporting, playing. Even because I could, I'm sure you can imagine in a rugby squad, you've got people from all sorts of backgrounds, mm. all sorts of upbringings, all sorts of tastes. But um, they all come together when I release something, and people I didn't expect are singing along and taking one-liners and and repeating them to me. And that, yeah, it's just it's amazing support. I couldn't I couldn't knock it at all. What about playing in the dressing room pre-match? Would you? Uh, how would you really? <laughs> would it get you going? You think? Uh, no, I, I think that would. I think that would throw me <laughs> off a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. I'll, I'll. I'll leave that to to the to the more established sort of artists. But um, but yeah, that's definitely something for post game afterwards. Um, to have a little bit of smile and a dance, especially to to my new stuff that that lately song is a bit of a a feel-good song so yeah but definitely post but before we're, we're pretty serious <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Paul mentioned your love of football and that you wanted to be a footballer but you got a bit big <laughs> yeah I stopped playing football at around 11 but it's like riding a bike isn't it they say you never lose that first touch eh yeah. so <laughs> When, when they bring a round ball out in training for a warm-up or anything, like I use that to sort of show off a little bit. But yeah, I do. I did play football till I went to a grammar school that only played rugby in the mm. winter, and then cricket in the summer. So I had to, 
had to pick one and, and obviously loving sport and, and the physical physical attributes that I naturally had at that age, I said, you know what, I'll play a bit of rugby. Do you think you could have played that pro football had it gone in a different uh, direction? Who knows? Who knows? I'm, I'm a very confident person. I believe like whatever I sort of have put, set my heart on and, and work hard at, um, I can sort of do well at it but that that game is honestly it's totally different the, the meters they're running the even the shape of them I, i'm not sure if if that's if that's something for me maybe it's a it's a good thing they gave me a rugby ball at that age because yeah who was your football team who'd you support oh i supported liverpool all right yeah i Liverpool for a long time so. and you still follow them you're still into the game oh yeah massively great night last night so i'm, yeah. I'm in high school today so <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that was a big win at the weekend. You mentioned that against the Bristol Bears. I mean, forty-four eight. That was uh, must have been must have been fun. Oh yeah, no, it was it was a lot of fun. There was there was a lot of anticipation leading into it, obviously, because there's thirteen teams in the league now. So we had a bye week in the first week, so they had already played a game. So they've sort of got. There's nothing like the first game after a long preseason. Like you can feel as fit as you like, but. Um, the first actual physical game back is, is always a shock. So there was a lot of anticipation, but we were confident going into it. And um, yeah, um, the boys were, the boys were on fire really. Mm. And, and it's a great way to start, to start a, a very tough league. So um, yeah, that was a massive one for us. Yeah, what, what, you what, mentioned, oh, go on, Paul. I'm just going to ask mm. about what, what, mm. what the players make of no relegation. There are some people say that mm. it will free teams up without that fear of going down. You know, you won't see that tightness in games. You'll see the ball thrown around a little bit more. I mean, what are players make of that um I, I i pretty much think that's that's an issue for not even issue that's a discussion for like the back rooms we're we're very much focused week to week everybody wants to win mm. everybody wants to come in that top four especially at was we're a very ambitious club so we don't even want to be focused on that side of the table anyway for starters <laughs> so yeah so i think I, I don't think the player the player i haven't really discussed it with any players it's more sort of a fans and 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 um a boardroom of club sort of discussion, but sure. we're, we're pretty focused week to week on on winning, winning, winning that game at hand. So, you yeah. mentioned uh, thirteen teams in the league. One of them is Saracens. They're back after uh, their sort of wilderness year. Or what do you make of that? And uh, were you surprised that they came back and beat Bristol? And were you there at one uh, point? Did you spend time at Saracens? Yeah, no that that was my that was my boyhood team so I, I was there since, from 14 till about 22 so that that's where I'm from northwest London sort of area um yeah no it's great to have them back it's great to to add that bit of competition everybody knows the what they'll bring their history and and in recent years they've been they've been at the top of English rugby so it's great it's great to have them back in the league great to add add to the competition and and yeah makes every week a, a little bit more spicy because there's a there's a good there's a good few teams that that would be battling it out there to say no, we're we're going to lead it for English rugby. So mm. yeah, no, it's great to have them back in, in the, in the uh, spot. And so people can find um, lately the track we were just playing on sort of Spotify and elsewhere. I take it. Yeah, everywhere Spotify, Apple, whatever you listen to music on. There's even there's a video out on YouTube on Vivo as well. Mm. So yeah, just wherever you need it, it's it's there for you. And and thankfully you're bringing it. You played it on radio, so yeah, there we are. That's good. And uh, and you got an EP. Don't spend all the royalties at once. Yeah, that's it. Won't make you rich. Uh, and and an EP coming out later in the year. Yeah, definitely. I'm I'm building up to a, a, six, a five or six track EP, um, a, a couple different flavors in there. So I've got my introspective sort of deeper feelings rap, and then I've got some 
some lovely feel-good tunes like Lately and Blame Game came out before. And then I've got a feature on there. So it's just um, about getting getting the rollout to that and letting people see the different sides of me musically as a person. And I, I feel it brings different different sort of feels to, to the EP. That's what I tried to bring, like three, literally three different flavors, two songs in each flavor. And, and sort of, yeah, everybody should hopefully like something in there. Excellent. But yeah. That's exciting, yeah. It's been good to talk to you. Cheers, mate. Thanks very much. Thank you very much. There we are. That's uh, the Wasps prop and uh, rapper B. Hello, that single mm. lately. You can have a listen to it and hear the full track now. Lovely. What a nice little uh, sideline he's got. It's good, yeah, it's good. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Andy Jacobs here on uh, Talk Sport. We will be chatting to an 88-year-old goalkeeper uh, very shortly. Yes. Uh, you, you, you plan to come out of retirement? Well, early maybe. You're a keeper of a certain age. Yes, I mean... Have uh, you thought about this, the walking football, or just... I have. It's just time, you know. I, I, it looks fun, and I'd love yeah. to play, but, you know, it's difficult at the moment. But, you know, you never know. I might, uh, I might take up plenty of time yet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been the youth team. You would be, and compared with the, the man we're hopefully going to chat to in a minute, you certainly would be uh, in the youth team. Uh, while we await him, is there anything else you I want to talk for about? two years, though. Oh, OK. Well, not at all. Not really. Uh, Christmas... The Christmas not, game was cancelled. Yeah, Christmas yeah. was cancelled, so the one... Yeah, so, You're very uh, much like a First World War sh- soldier. You only ever play at Christmas, <laughs> don't you? Really, that's, <laughs> that's the way it tends to work. And, uh, I always enjoy the match reports of Dave Kidd of the Sun. I think he's got a... a He's just got a good touch, Dave, mm. and he's talking about the match last night, and he says, uh, yes, two teams funded by Middle Eastern petrochemical billions, but sometimes you want to switch off from talking about fuel and enjoy the games, and that's and topical. Even if you could have bought along a jerry can and asked the owners for either club for a few litres of unleaded, that'd be yeah. quite good if you went up to the director. I don't know if they're struggling, the owners of those clubs, to, no. to fill the car up. Seems unlikely. Cue jumping. <laughs> the, um, yeah, the, we haven't talked about the Bernardo miss. I mean, he's a fine player, but it, it's up there with one yeah, of the Yeah, why can not he have played like that on Saturday? Thanks. <laughs> Is that the first thing you thought, yeah. wasn't it? I it was mean, interesting, just, though, to hear Pep... But, oh, yeah, yeah, no, it wasn't the first just, thing I thought, but it was interesting to hear Pep talking about um, brilliant player. Ah, midfielder for, for PSG. Why's he named one? I'm getting old here. <laughs> I definitely should do the over seventies football. Ah, what's his name? Come on, brilliant French, uh, no Italian. Oh, that'll help me if you tell Italian me. Italian Verratti. Verratti. Oh yeah. Saying how brilliant Verratti is, and he was brilliant. Actually, he was <laughs> well, absolutely yeah. excellent. So, uh, so he sort of preferred to concentrate on him rather than Messi. Mm. Although I did think Messi. Had well, we a did reason. talk about Messi afterwards. Yeah. He said, he you said, know, well, you, if he runs with the ball, you know, you, you can can't do that. marshal him for ninety minutes. He can do that. Yeah, of course. He was. They all knew that. Was that a brilliant? Effort I think somebody was making yeah. the point today that probably in the old days he wouldn't have looked for the one-two. He just would have kept going and just got gone wide and then just yeah. hit the shot, wouldn't he? But uh, he still looked for it. I think it was well, impressive. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, they got it's Liverpool this weekend, isn't it? It's interesting how the old, as we said, we all kind of live day to day. Suddenly, the whole narrative out of the game yesterday was. City were fantastic at the weekend. Liverpool got to watch their backs. Liverpool go out last night and cuff Porto, which they often do. Mm. City have lost, and suddenly the old momentum. Oh, I think it's easier to win at Porto than it is at Brentford. I do honestly. Not that necessarily Brentford are better than Porto, but I just there's something about the Premier League. It just gives it every team feels they've got a chance. I mean, yes. you saw Southampton take a point off City. You know, 
somehow held out for a nil nil. You know, yeah. and we've got them on Saturday. You can imagine it won't be an easy game. Um, I do feel about there's really a lot of stuff about the Ashes and Joe Root saying, you know, oh, I want to go, and you think, I just think, don't bother. Really, it's such a disadvantage. You've got to quarantine for two weeks as a player. You go there, the first thing you want to do is like what Max had to do. You sit in a hotel room for two weeks. Yeah, that puts you no Stokes is pretty unlikely that he'd go. So, you know, and what's the point? And players won't go. It will be a weakened team. You're going to lose five nil. They've got an opposite and a big advantage, and you can't even play in one of the states. I, honestly, I'd say to the Australian board, look, unless you can sort all this out. Forget it. Yeah, but I mean, they've obviously got wider problems than just inviting a cricket team over, haven't they? Really, mm. they can't just make exceptions. But they have been pretty hard line, wasn't there? there? Was a game called off yesterday? This is the other worry mm. from England going there that you know you'll go there under one set of regulations, and when you get there, because it's kind of state run, different states may have different decisions to make. And then all bets will be off and you'll be back. Or games will be called off and you'll, you'll be back in the It is a different approach, isn't it? I mean, yeah. I think there were four cases and they called this game off. Yes, yeah, so. a state of five million people, mm. but that has been their approach to it uh, so far. So certainly in this uh, this more recent wave. But anyway, they're just hoping they can get more and more people vaccinated and make certain guarantees. But they're talking about announcing the squad next week. I mean, Josh Butler's been saying today, I'd love to go, but... You know, mm. Joe Root is saying, I'd love to go, but... So... Well, if their families can't go, then if their families have got to go there and spend 14 days in a yeah. hotel, it's just not going to happen. You can't do that with young kids. It's impossible. And the, the Metro Free newspaper, Randy, I was looking at the property section. Not that I'm looking to move particularly, but I was having yeah. a look. And because um, I noticed some flats with uh, lovely views of a football stadium. And this is a place um, called... It's near Plough Lane. Uh, what have they called the flats? Wimbledon Grounds, they've called it. Mm. And 633 homes, 364 in the Stadia One building, where some of the one, two, and three bed uh, apartments overlook the pitch. Although it's a little bit of stand, I think you can only see half the pitch. <laughs> you can see the far side of the pitch. There's some people behind the goal at Brentford who've got a wonderful view you know, from their yeah. flats. So. And then, of course, Max went off and watched that Leighton Orient Cambridge game, didn't he? From the flat that overlooks Brisbane Road. <laughs> <didn't> <laughs> so you can get brilliant. To. But these, yeah, these ones here, if you're a Wimbledon fan, you should be checking these out mm. if you like watching half a game of football. Yeah. Anyway, um, we didn't get our guest for some reason. We had a problem with the lines. So we'll try him a little bit later on if we can. If not, we'll hand him over to. Uh, uh, the guys uh, tomorrow from one o'clock. But we will be chatting to Tim Vickery a little bit later on. We are going to have a closer look at Juve versus uh, Chelsea. Chelsea got players missing, but then so have Juve. You do wonder where the goals are coming from, from their point of view. Ben Thornley will join us to talk Manchester United. where the goals are coming from, from our point of view. Well, I don't know. You've got Romelu Lukaku and Timo Werner and Kai Havertz. You've got to feed him. You know, he hasn't found the right way of playing with him yet. I don't think Chelsea have been playing particularly well. They've been getting some good results, but uh, they certainly didn't play well on Saturday. But I don't think they've been that brilliant. Players like Havertz and Ziyech, you're just looking for more from them. You thought yeah. Havertz would kick on after that great display and that goal in the final. You thought, oh, he's going to be brilliant this season. He still looks that same... Oh, yeah, if I can be bothered, you know. He's got that sort of attitude yeah. about him, you know. You want to be watching Tottenham at the well, moment. Well, I know. You think yeah. you've got problems. No. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. You're telling us about some of the mm. old gifts you've been given because uh, Sheriff Tiraspol, the conquerors of Real Madrid last night, give a big old ornate, ornamental sword to <laughs> right. other teams yeah. rather than a, than a pennant with a club's name on. Hmm. 
Uh, I once received a statue of a Staffordshire Bull Terrier from my brother-in-law for Christmas. It became a challenge between me and my mates to make it appear in random places, <laughs> which what? peaked when it was sat next to the kid's bus driver one morning on the school <laughs> run. But you kind of, you know, you want to put it in certain places. Yeah. It becomes a, yeah. Uh, you, That's an odd one, isn't it? Really? Yes, a good one. Thank you very much for that, uh, Rob. Father-in-law received a large box of Lemsip for Christmas from a relative renowned for her unusual gifts. <laughs> Several months later, when he had a bad cold, he opened the box looking for that lemony relief and found it contained a new tie. That's <laughs> what so you she'd need use when you're it, Ill. She just basically <laughs> used an old uh, um, Lemsip box as a kind of gift box. <laughs> Micking devices. There's some funny people out there. Thank you very much. That was, that was brilliant as well from Daz. I was trying to... I couldn't remember Marco Verratti's name. It was ridiculous. It was a real yeah. brain fade. Yeah. You didn't know I was talking about about. He says he was in a queue for petrol shouting Marco Verratti at the radio. It wasn't how he expected to spend Wednesday afternoon. You can imagine I do apologise. There's all terrible. these people around him in this oh, queue yeah. for petrol, and there's a bloke going, Marco Verratti! <laughs> of course it was. <laughs> yes. You calling him French didn't help me. I know. Anyway. Well, he plays for a French team. He does. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was this afternoon show. I'd normally say I'm back tomorrow and you're back for the birthday spread, but we're having a week off. We are, yeah. Um, Johnny Owen and Charlie Baker will be with you uh, until next 30... Uh, next 30? Next Thursday. Obviously, I need a break. Yeah. Next Thursday, when I'll return with Charlie and I'll be back with Andy uh, Friday week. So, But do listen to the boys. They'll still be giving you a podcast every day around the same time. We'll catch up with you soon. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.